standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. It is Monday, the second day in October, episode 501. Yes, 501. Today is going to be short, sweet, celebratory uh, episode. We're going to reflect on a couple of the things that have happened in the past that got us here and hopefully hint at or look at things that can possibly happen in the future. So before I get into it, let me remind you, as always, the best way you can help me make a difference. The best way that we can grow the show is for you to like, share, and subscribe to this program. And join me over on uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I know it's called Fascist Book and all sorts of other names, but you know what? It is still one of the best mediums to get the word out, to share. And honestly, I have a page and a group there. I visit over on MeWe. I do visit on Gab. Say what you want about both of those, but uh, I I have no hate for any of that. Now, I know at the beginning of this year, January of 2023, I looked at doing three different things. One was trying to do more interviews. Didn't happen. It's just a challenge with schedules. And honestly, I'm not sure who I'd get to interview, right? And and what we're going to talk about. Uh, the second thing I looked at doing is trying to maintain the five episode week. I, I did my best. I, I know that there was a couple of weeks that I just missed due to scheduling and I could only pull off four or I missed entirely, you know, for that, I apologize. I've done my best to be here. I've done my best to carry the line. Uh, no shame, it's just what it is. The other things that have been going on, you know, I, I celebrated a major anniversary. I celebrated a big success on the part of my wife. I've, you know, (laughs) got different work things going on. Believe it or not, I do actually have a regular full-time job plus my political activities. And oh, by the way, I am in leadership of one of the local uh, clubs here. We, uh, we've kind of looked at how do we reorg to do a better job going forward and helping the people that we want to partner with. It's, it's busy. It's full time. It's, it's no shame. This is my passion project. This is what I choose to spend my extra time on, but it doesn't come without a cost and it's certainly not free. I don't tell you this cause I'm not asking for anything. I'm just telling you. Uh, let's see what other things that I try. Uh, there was one other thing. Oh yes. And the goal was to hit uh, 200,000 listens by the time we hit 500 episodes. Well, I didn't make it. I was short about 2000. Uh, I don't know what it is, but Mondays always uh, tend to be the weakest day for downloads. And I gotta be honest, I've been really happy. I, I'm pretty much north of 650 on average per week per per episode. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. I've put no money, no real money into the program. I don't advertise. It's strictly word of mouth. And honestly, maybe if I would have gotten some of those, you know, big interviews that I I thought I might be able to pull off, or if I would have spent more time dealing with national politics, maybe I could have, you know, popped. But everybody does national politics. Every podcast plays to the national themes, right? It is my concerted thought and uh, concern, if you will, concerted, concerted. it is my fear. How about that? It is my fear that um, 
the United States is uh, past its prime. I don't like it. Not a fan of it. But what can I do about it? Not a heck of a lot. I can't change what goes on in D.C. Let me tell you, you can't change what goes on in D.C. And even though we've sent a good congressman in the form of Keith Self from Texas District 3 to Congress, he's one guy. And again, like every other politician, he is not perfect. But I'll tell you flat out in my book, he's way above average. In my book, I'd be happy to support him running for another term. I'd be happy to help him in any way, shape, or form. But you know what? We got this pesky thing called the primary. And there is a possibility that there's some rock star out there just waiting in the wings to run and jump in the race again. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not going to hold my breath. But that being said, what are you going to do? Now, as some of you may be aware, I'm active in the Republican Party politics here in Collin County. Some of you might also be aware that uh, <laughs> I carry a little controversy every once in a while. And, I, and I'm a firm believer in the idea that the Republican Party, the conservative party, the conservatives within the Republican Party, and for God's sake, Christians ought to be open to listening to all ideas. They ought to be willing to have a frank discussion. They ought to be willing to consider things beyond what we're already doing. And part and parcel of that, I volunteered myself for a special committee. And I got to tell you that ate up a lot of time and it did affect some of my episodes. I mean, life gets in the way. You know, if this is my regular full-time gig, oh boy, imagine the fun I would have. I could probably do an hour and a half show every day with the amount of show prep that I could put in and all the things that are going on. And keeping in mind that I largely ignore everything that happens outside of Texas. This is a pro-Texas, pro-Texit, pro-Texas first podcast. I make no bones about that. That doesn't mean I hate on Oklahoma or Utah or, uh, you know, I, give me another state, Kansas. <laughs> it doesn't mean I throw shade at Florida, but it does mean that we are concerned first and foremost, those that listen to the podcast and myself, about what goes on in Texas. And even further still, I spend a whole lot of time talking about my own county, Collin County, and my city, McKinney. To that end, you know, I typically put at least one day a week into dealing with things that are going on in McKinney, typically. I mean, you can't do it all the time, every time, but about once a week, we've got an episode about things going on in McKinney. I largely try and take everything that I talk about and reflect it onto something going on in Collin County proper, if not McKinney. Then I do my best to talk about Texas or Texit, or oftentimes both together on Tuesdays, hence the name Texit Tuesday. For a long time, I was doing book reviews on Thursday. We set it aside. I was, I was told it was kind of a yawner. But the thing is, I find a lot of inspiration, a lot of mm, education in reading books and in digesting other ideas. I know full well I don't have an answer for everything. I don't have an idea for everything. I don't know everything. Woe be to those people out there that do think they know everything and do feel like they're smarter than everybody else and refuse to listen to other ideas. They're doing nobody any good, including themselves. 
So I try, I tried to uh, implement that, and we've brought it back. I, I think, I think going forward, uh, one day a week, probably Thursdays, we're gonna re- review or comment, do commentary, if you will, on a book that I have read or in the process of reading. Now, I got to tell you, <laughs> I I used to be able to pound down about thirty five books a, a year. I don't know that I'm anywhere near that anymore. Just life's busy. I'm taking a class on Thursday nights with my wife at the church. And the goal is to learn how to read the Bible better. And I got to tell you, the first couple of chapters, they they dealt with sentence structure and how to interpret a paragraph. Now I got to tell you also, uh, English class was not a big thing for me. Did not enjoy it. <laughs> as much as I like reading, I just did not want to get beat up with the nuance, right? I wanted I wanted to look at the forest, enjoy a few trees, and not get beat up on the species and type of every tree in the forest. Maybe that's not a fair analogy, but that's just what comes to mind. That being said, <clears throat> you know, so to recap, uh, I, I had three goals. I just missed one, filled on the other two. I, well, I, I I held up my end of the bargain as best I could on one, which is the four episodes. I'm sorry, five episodes a week on the on the interviews. Not so much. And I got to tell you, one of my favorite shows I did this year thus far, right? Because it's the 501st episode, but it's only October. We got two more months left this year. I got to do an interview with my buddy Chad and my buddy Kyle. Now, those of you that know Kyle Sims, Katie Sims, yeah, he's all over that social media tearing it up. Yeah, he lives right here in McKinney with me. And we talk and see each other probably about once a week. And my buddy Chad, you know, is the <laughs> sacrificial conservative on our, our school board here in the city of McKinney. And the oddest thing is they paint him as some kind of crazy radical and he's the farthest thing from it. I mean, he's just Mr. Even Keel. I want to do what's best for for the kids. I want to look after them. And I don't want that crazy stuff. And the school board just loses their stuff over it. I mean, they've gone so far as to recruit. Uh, I, my way of looking at it is a couple of lunatics. One of them's allegedly a Satanist. The other one, I don't know, is just an atheist. But who cares? They spend all their time going after Chad as opposed to, I don't know, doing something that's supposed to benefit all the children. Now, look. I'm not going to waste or I'm not going to waste your time rehashing things I've already said, nor is this episode going to be devoted to what's going on in the school district. Oh, no, no. One of those will come up later this week, I'm sure. But I, but I'm saying this is that you need to know what's going on. And the other really good interview I gave, I had Sam Hall and Deborah Leva. They're sitting in my kitchen and we sat down to talk about the odyssey that this guy went through for saying something that apparently upset and offended the school board president so far that they tried to ruin his ability to interact with his own children at school functions. Talk about retribution. Talk about abuse of power. Now, fortunately with the assistance of Deborah Leva, they were over to or able to overcome that and get back his rights and establish that he did nothing wrong. But the, the sad thing is, is they tore him up for a year. You could do nothing. It's not over. But again, good interview. I suggest you go back and look at it. And look, I 
have done my best to stay as objective as I can in all the other things that go on in town here. You know, just as a as a rehash, if you will, I got to moderate not one but two debates for my house district race in, in where I live. And I got to tell you, my first choice didn't win that race. But I got to also tell you that regardless of what you might have heard, he has not been terrible. He's let me down on a couple of things. But you know what? He's my Republican representative. And until somebody better comes along, he's my guy. I don't I don't have to I don't have to be overly enthusiastic about it, but he's my guy. He, and I'm going to talk to him, I'm going to and I'm going to treat him like an adult and like my representative and with respect, and I'm going to do my best to work with the guy until such point that he breaks that off. Why would I do anything different? I'm going to call him out on this program when I think he gets things wrong. I'm also going to compliment him when I think he gets things right, just like I've done with anybody else ever. I don't think that people realize or consider the damage that can be done when you make stuff up about people, when you when you beat them up for things that are out of their control. It's super easy. I mean, how easy would it be? And, and, I, and, I, and I do reflect on this from time to time. If I were to just go full tilt in to the partisan jab, right, and drift into the name calling and abusive language and dismissive attitude and quite frankly, hyperbole all the time, I, I'm certain that I could bump my numbers up significantly. But at the end of the day, I have to be able to look at myself in the mirror when I go to bed, brush my teeth. And who is this guy? Who's looking back at me? So I have to maintain my character. I have to be me. I am a very opinionated guy. Hence, I have this program. Hence, I named it after the idea that everything's according to me. The show is according to what I think, what I see, what I feel, what, what I've learned. And I'm also open about the idea that I don't know everything and I get things wrong. And, I, and I'm man enough to admit, hey, I made a mistake here. Or, or, I did, or I missed this. And, and I've always been open about the idea. Text, call me. Let me know if you think I missed something. Send me an email. It's not that hard to get a hold of me. I mean, the information's out there and I've gotten, I don't know, maybe a dozen over the last year. I mean, that's not exactly fantastic feedback, but none of it's been uber negative. I mean, and it, again, it's super easy to poo-poo and dismiss people. I mean, I can tell you I... <laughs> I mean, hey, out of the fact that the mayor of mine dismissed me when he ran across me in public and referenced the fact that I had two listeners. <laughs> now, we've played up on it. Now I'm up to four listeners, just so you know. For those of you that don't know, I have four listeners here at this podcast. Um, but look, it's okay. We're doing what we're going to do and we're going to keep doing it. I'm not offended easily. I've joked about the fact that I'm not a rhino, but I have rhino skin. I know it's probably best to say I have elephant skin because I am a Republican and a Republican in good standing for that matter. But at the end, at the end of this uh, episode, I want you to know that I'm grateful for being able to build an audience. I am grateful for the occasional ads that run on my program, even though I have no control over what they are. I, I'm equally grateful for those of you that I run across in real life, IRL, that mention my show or thank me for doing my show or say, hey, I thought your show was great or I appreciated that you talked about this. 
look, man, I, I'm not a very uh, boastful individual. I, I don't really have a giant ego. I just don't. Uh, maybe, maybe that's something wrong with me. I don't know. And, and I've often told many of my friends and my family and my close friends, you know, I can sell anything. It was said when I was a kid, I could sell ice to the Eskimos. But it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me to talk about myself. It's a challenge for me to sell myself. And, and I freely admit that. Now, that's something that I've been working to overcome. I, I guess part and parcel of doing this program is learning to talk about myself and my own experiences because at some point, at some point, I'm going to do something more than what I'm doing now. I'm, go, I'm going to make a leap forward. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what the opportunities are going to be. But I know I can do more to serve my community. I know I can do more to serve Texas. I know that we can make a bigger difference. Not just me, but you and I and everybody else in my audience and in real life, we can affect what happens around us. We can change the future. I know it doesn't look like it. I know it looks like the deck is stacked against us. It looks like the game is rigged. And to a degree it is. But that's only if we continue to play by the rules. That's only if we continue to allow them to keep changing the rules. That's only if we allow them to continue to abuse the system. We have to do what we have to do, but we have to do it in an upright manner. We have to be honorable. We have to do the right thing. I've had more than one friend or acquaintance tell me uh, in, in private, I, I won't reveal who and when and where, but basically, you know, Callus, your problem is you're too honest for your own good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not understanding how that's a bad thing. No, no, you're, you're too honest. You, you, you just, you, you don't hide anything. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to hide? And I said, well, that, well, that's not entirely true. I mean, if I'm playing cards or playing a game and they're like, no, 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 that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody asks you a question. <laughs> it's like, you feel morally obligated to tell them everything. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. And they're like, oh no, we see you. We do it. We, we watch you. I'm like, man, <laughs> I guess it's good, but it's bad at the same time. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's just me. I got to be me. I mean, there's nothing gained by me telling you a story that doesn't have truth in it. There's nothing gained by me not being me. I, I'm here. I do this program because it motivates me. Each one I do motivates me to do the next one. Each time I look and I see that little counter go up a little bit more, it's a little like, yeah, we're doing this. We're making a difference. Now, maybe it's in my head. That's okay. Maybe at the grand scheme of things, it'll be just a blip on the radar. It's okay too. I imagine at some point in the past, everybody thought the same thing. And that's it. I'm the everyman. I'm just like you. I get up, I go to work, I do my regular job, I put in, you know, my 45 or 50 hours or whatever it is a week for a regular job, then I do the, I don't know, let's call it at least 10 hours a week doing my podcast, maybe more, I don't keep track of it all, maybe I should, I don't know, and then there's all the political drama and influence that I seek to throw about, 
Maybe that's probably the bad way to say that, but that's what it boils down to, right? What good is it to have influence if you can't use it? What good is it to be involved in politics if you can't make a difference? What good is it to work with people and encourage them and build them up if they're not going to do something with it? Now, me, myself, yeah, I don't have that position. I don't know that I ever will. But the people that I know, the people that have helped that got those positions, I expect them to do the right thing. I expect them to stand in the gap. I expect them to do what they said they were going to do. I don't think I'm asking too much from them. Now, without a doubt, people fail. They fall. They stumble. You have grace. Did they do the right thing most of the time? Were they, were they on track most of the time? Are they, are they basically still on the same team, but we're off a degree or two here? Okay, well, that's fine. Let's go. Let's move forward. We have, we have mountains to climb. Hmm? We have battles to win. So moving forward, what does this look like? What am I going to do? Episode 501 is almost in the can here. 20 minutes in. I've told you about what I did, what I didn't do. Uh, some of the goals that were achieved or not achieved. And what does that mean? What are we going to do forward? Well, here's the commitment going forward. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep doing everything I can to get as many episodes out a week as I can. I'm going to try and have them posted no later than the 4 PM. I don't think I'm going to make it today. Um, I'm going to do my level best to keep talking about the issues that matter. I'm going to spend time talking about the city I live in. I'm going to spend time talking about the state I live in and I love, and I'm going to reference books to help you expand your horizons, to help you better understand what's going on around you. Whether or not you agree with my take, whether or not you think I'm right on or wrong, doesn't matter. I just want you to invest the 20 minutes that listen to me at 1.5 speed does and get a little bit of entertainment get a little bit of education, get a little bit of excitement, and then go forth and do something with it. You know, we all do these different political clubs and these political groups, and we bring in that big speaker and they're supposed to rally you or blow your mind or educate you, but it doesn't do anything if you don't take that and go do something with it. It's not knowledge that's power. It's the application of that knowledge that's power. It is meaningless if you do nothing. And that, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. One of the reasons why I can't always make my goals is because I'm too busy applying the knowledge. I'm too busy working other things. I'm too busy doing other things that interfere because that's my real life. The show is here because it's my passion project. The show is here because I'm here to share my ideas, to tell you what I'm thinking, and to give you different bits of information or different ideas that you yourself can imply in your own. And I'd love nothing more than to see your feedback. I love nothing more to hear, hey, you know what? I once thought this, now I think this. Or I once was doing this and I learned that I could do this instead. Now, I have an acquaintance, and I'm going to name drop here just because, but I have an acquaintance. His name is Robert West. The guy travels all over the state of Texas. He is the grassroots man above grassroots man. I mean, he works his tail off to encourage and build up and honestly to bring in more precinct chairs, more grassroots people to help the Republican Party stay true to the principles that it says it believes in. And that guy is all the time doing something. 
And I'm glad to call him a friend. I'm glad to call him an ally. But you know what? He had to give up his own podcast. He was doing a weekly podcast show and he found out for him, for his work, that his articles got far more traction, got far more influence or play or response than his show did. But you know what? I get it. It's all about the media and it's all about where are you meeting people. And I'm hopeful that at some point before the end of the year, I'm going to get to do an interview with him. Now, I may not get to play until the beginning of next year, but I, th- I respect the heck out of this guy. And if you don't know who he is, you should go check him out. In case you're wondering, yeah, I, I reviewed his book, uh, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago. That was the five-star plan. It's probably one of the three best Books that I've run across that talk about how to organize grassroots and how to get things done out your back door. The other two being confrontational politics and I hate to say it rules for radicals. It's not whether I agree with what they're trying to accomplish. It's I agree with how did they get those things done? We need to use their own tactics against them in that regard. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining me. This was my celebratory episode 501 coming to you on the October 2nd, which is a Monday. And as I say, come on back tomorrow. I'll see you on the other side.